everyone, welcome to Talk Topical, where we discuss all things current, news related and socially topical. Today we're at West Suffolk College in the lead up to Apprenticeships Week. In this episode, we're discussing what it's like to be an apprentice, why we decided against university and where we hope to take our careers. Um, so my job yeah. title is Apprenticeships Administrator, but I'm completing a Level 4 Associate Project manage, Manager Apprenticeship. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm still studying as if I were an apprentice, but also in a full-time role now in the college. Um, so I'm still getting sort of four days a week doing my work, and then one day a week I get to do my off-the-job training where I'm doing my studying, completing my tasks for my apprenticeship yeah. and things like that. Okay. Uh, so how did you get involved in, like, your first apprenticeship, let's say? How did that come about? What was your experience with that? Um, so... I, from school, I decided to do A-levels, um, managed to go through the two years and complete my A-levels and pass them. Um, I found it really difficult um, as a way of studying, like just focusing on the academic study. Um, and I realised that possibly the university option wasn't then going to be the right option for me. I didn't really have a proper career path plan, so I didn't know what I wanted to be. So I found that if I was going to focus on a university degree, I didn't know what I would do it in anyway. Um, I did find there was a lot of pressure from schools to go into university. when I Back in the day when I was at school, yeah. there wasn't as many much support for other alternative mm. routes because apprenticeships are coming so much more popular now. Yeah. It's so good to hear that when you when you have apprentices come through, that they're, give, they're giving that support in schools really early on so they mm. know what apprenticeships are. Yeah, so I've, once I finished my A-levels, I then just picked up my part-time job full-time stayed there for about a year and a half it was just in a restaurant so completely unrelated to what yeah. I'm doing now uh, but I knew it wasn't ever going to be a career option for me so yeah I, I'd recently got promotion but I just said to them that I'm looking to leave I'm gonna sort of start fresh and they were really understanding um, I went traveling for a bit and then yeah I just sort of looked at different jobs around mm -hmm. I didn't I still didn't know what I wanted to do yeah. but I found that looking at job descriptions made me sort of think through what the options were for me and sort of even considering could I be in that role or I, I could see myself doing that tasks every day. Mm. So from there I just looked at what the possibilities were of how to get there and that's when I found about apprenticeships really for me. My brother had completed an apprenticeship, um, he's, he's older than me so that sort of I had a little bit of a sense of what an apprenticeship was but I didn't realise that they were so broad now so mm. I found that's when I found the business administration apprenticeship at yeah. West Suffolk College um, and yeah so I just applied through the government website got it, asked in for an interview and again it's exactly the same process as I did for my actual job yeah. coming for an interview um, and then you sort of hear within a couple of days whether you've got the position or not and yeah so I started um, two years ago as an apprentice, business administration apprentice um, for the business development department, mm. which was in apprenticeships, but also, yeah, um, the sort of short course and projects de um, department of the college. Mm. Um, and I found it really, um, really benefited me. There was, it was because business administration, as you know, is quite a broad apprenticeship. Yeah. So you can sort of tailor your job role to suit what, what you need to do for your apprenticeship. Mm. Um, and that meant that my boss was really um, kind of gave me lots of different opportunities to make sure that I was sort of ticking all the criteria off. Yeah. Um, and yeah, luckily I passed my apprenticeship. Um, mm. So 
yeah, they decided to offer me a full-time role as an administrator. Mm. And then sort of a couple months after that, we, so I decided along with my boss that I felt like I needed to go, like continue studying. Um, so it, it sort of seemed like a good option for me was to go on to another apprenticeship because mm. I knew how they worked and I realised that they worked for me in the way I studied, having that yeah. time to learn through my job, but also having that study time. Um, yes, yeah, so I decided to go on to project management, um, again, because it's quite broad. Once you've learnt the processes and things that need to be in place for it, you can sort of take it into any sector and any job role, which yeah. is, I, f I think will be quite with good a, for me. With a level four, so I know you, I know there's degree apprentices and stuff. Is level four just below that or is level four? So I believe that? that if you're going to university, if you haven't quite got the grades mm. um, to, to, to go straight on to a degree, it's... a uh, it equates to the foundation year. So it's like an access course sort of level, I assume? I believe so, yeah. or possibly the first year of degree. Oh, okay. So that sort of level. Yeah. Um, I think as you go through a degree, each year the level goes up one, and then for yeah. a master's would be level seven. Oh, okay, yeah. Would you ever do a degree apprenticeship? Um, it's not something I'm considering at the moment, mm -hmm. because I'm like realising how much work I'm going to have to put in for the level yeah. four. Um, but I believe if I was going to go into a job role, maybe a possibly a management job role, mm -hmm. where I needed a degree, yeah. um, or I needed that extra like, sort of learning time to help me progress, then mm -hmm. I would consider it definitely. Yeah. I think, um, no. but um, as with all of the new standards, they're sort of ever evolving, and there's mm -hmm. new apprenticeships coming out sort of every month, and so in years to come, there might be more option available, and possibly one that suits me a bit more. Yeah. So... You mentioned before you did A-levels. What were you studying at A-levels then? I did... Oh, God, you're making me remember <laughs> now. Um, I did maths, biology, um, early history, and philosophy and ethics. So they're very different kind yeah. of from what you're yeah, in definitely. now. So, so what is it that made you, like, switch, do you think? Um, I'd never considered business at all um, when I was at at school mm. and I remember having a conversation with my mum mm. when I was at school saying mum I don't think I could ever be in a desk job um, I think I'd get bored really easily mm. it's not something that I'd ever consider when I'm looking for a yeah. job and where I am now obviously yeah. in a desk job I've realised how versatile it can be yeah. and it's not it's not just a case of data input or doing the mm. same thing over and over again. The role that I do, it varies every day. I'm speaking to lots of different people on the phone. Mm. And I, I get involved in lots of different events that the team put on. So it really does um, vary for me a lot more than I thought it would. Yeah. Um, so I think just through experience of being in a business, so as my full-time job in a restaurant, being in that business mentality and after I got my promotion there, I was a bit more in the office and it mm. made me understand what different roles could be yeah. um, in an office environment. So that's when I think I sort of thought, maybe this could be for me, I could see myself progressing um, through business rather yeah. than yeah, through other things. Um, I think at A-level it was a case of doing things that I enjoyed and then mm. I knew that I would get on well with and luckily I did pass everyone even though yeah. it was a struggle, <laughs> but yeah. Did it, you find that um, at the end of your A-levels, like in the second year, for instance, was everybody like university-focused and you was just like, no, not definitely. for me sort of thing? Yeah. I remember one break time, 
and they put an offer out to anyone that wasn't looking to go to uni to go mm. into one of our common rooms just to have to That's quite good that they did that though yeah. because I don't think A-levels ever do that. No. no. It was just this one conversation. Mm. Um, again, in our break time, so we were all upset that we were missing our free time, obviously, but yeah. it, it didn't really matter. So it was about 10 minutes and they, it was the head of sick form and he said to us... Um, I understand you're not looking to go to university. Mm-hmm. Please be aware that we're here to support you with any other option you want. You decide to go down. And yeah. I think there was about 50 of us there from the whole of the sick form. Yeah. Um, but I still think that quite a lot of them went to uni anyway. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. just sort of in case they wanted to give us a bit more yeah. information. So it wasn't essentially them telling us what different routes we could go down. Mm-hmm. It was just saying, if you don't know, come and ask us. So. Yeah. I suppose it was nice to have that support, but also it could yeah. have been a bit more proactive in saying what other things, yeah. what other I options there were. I assume it probably were. wasn't advertised quite heavily no. or anything. No. It was kind of just probably a poster put up or something. Yes, yeah. definitely. Or maybe one assembly that, you know, you sort of don't even remember. Yeah, um, yeah so it, I only really knew about apprenticeships because my brother had done one, mm. um, but he did engineering again, so it was, yeah. it was a classically stereotypical apprenticeship. Yep. Um, Whereas I didn't realise you could do it yeah. in loads of other subjects. No, I was the same. I Whenever I thought of an apprenticeship, because they kind of mentioned it when it was in school they did, like, you know, 16 and stuff, but you always just think it's construction or it's mechanics or, you Definitely. know, you always yeah. think it's the, the trades. You don't ever think that, like, oh, you could get one in, say, like, graphic design or something, which they yeah. do have those, or business or anything. So... I think I think there's still kind of like that stigma around apprenticeships in that way. Definitely, no. there is there is still. Um, it's nice to see. Um, so they've got a campaign out at the moment. The government called mm. Fire It Up, yeah. and it's nice to see their adverts on TV sometimes because they're mm. including a lot of women yeah, in different roles. Yeah. Um, and that is a sort of a really obviously snapshot of what the possibilities yeah. are. But yes, after being in, in the role, I've learned about all the different types of apprenticeships. And actually, we found that recently, as so sort of within the last year, our childcare apprenticeships mm-hmm. are, have grown massively. So they're definitely on the incline. And again, it's yeah. not something you'd consider, no. I don't think, when you go into that sort no. of environment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've got management apprenticeships. So we've got people on programme who... Um, have actually been in their role for 20 years mm-hmm. and decide they actually want to get back into studying yep. and get a qualification for what they're yep. doing. So we've and got an apprenticeship is a much better way exactly. because unlike with university, you don't have that debt and you also can still be working at the same time as learning. Yeah. So yeah. And the point in it is that you get a mentor within your workplace. So if they mm-hmm. already course, understand yeah. the employer yeah. and how everything works, it's nice to be able to have that shadow time and really benefit from looking yeah. at how, like sort of shadowing other employees as well yeah. personally i think that's that's probably the best part about the apprenticeship is the fact that you do kind of have your like mentor or tutor or anything because any concerns you ever have they're there to kind of support you through that and they're they're like an outside source i think way yes. which you can like if there's anything that comes up and you want to vent about it even yeah. you can do that so it's like a safe Definitely, Definitely. Safe yeah, space that's sort, sort of, of uh, yeah, outside from your everyday. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why I chose an apprenticeship over going into a full-time job when mm-hmm. I decided to leave my other job. Yeah. Because I, I knew that I'm going to get the support and if I do 
find that I don't know how to do something, I wouldn't feel bad for asking the questions. Yeah. And my tutor will say this to you, I ask the most amount of questions <laughs> I have ever. Same, yeah. And I was not like that at school at all. I'd always sit in the back of a classroom yeah. and not sort of, you know, yeah. get involved yeah, much. Yeah. But I find myself having that one-on-one time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, she, she says mm-hmm. that I'm always asking questions, but it's the best way to yeah. learn, definitely. Yeah, it is, because I think I used to be the same. When I was in school and you're in a classroom full of people, you don't want to ask questions so much, but yeah. because you do have that one-on-one support, you feel so much more comfortable with definitely. it. Definitely. And it's sort of like that tailored education that, like, people only get, like, when they have a private tutor or something and you're getting it course, for free yeah, anyway. It is so pretty much the same, yeah. definitely. And it, like, yeah, it's nice to be in the work environment yeah. with a team around you that are going to be able to support you and understand mm-hmm. that you're still learning. Yeah. And that's nice. Um, and definitely I feel that I've grown in confidence and you've probably found the same, yeah. even from starting the job, just being able yeah. to <laughs> speak to, I hate to say adults, even yeah. though we're adults, <laughs> yeah. but it seems like everyone's yeah. a lot older than you, yeah. even though some people are only sort of a couple years older. Yeah. Because you're the apprentice, it, it, it doesn't really seem like there's that barrier. No. You sort of, you're yeah. able to speak to everyone in your team and mm. they're happy to help you. Yeah. Even though, yeah, there's a... I think it does give you that confidence boost. And, like, Mm. when... If if you're in a smaller team, for example, um, you're going to be able to express your ideas and opinions to people a lot better. Yes. And also, it's just... I don't know, like... I think going into the workplace, and especially if it's from quite a young age as well, like if somebody's coming in from 16 or whatever, Mm -hmm. then it's going to give them those sort of confidence and and skills sort of thing that like their peers probably aren't going to have. Because I didn't ever get any confidence until I got my first job, which, you know, was just like a retail job. Because, yeah, because you just realise that like I feel like when you're younger, you kind of think, oh, I can't ask that question, it's going to be stupid. Then you work in it and you think, everyone's asking those yes. stupid questions. Yeah. I'll just That's ask. how you get through every you know? day, isn't it? Yeah. Because, yeah, even if, um, you know, colleagues that have been there in the role 10 years, they're yeah. still, yeah, still asking those questions because everything's changing all the time. You're yeah. always going to have something you don't know about, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I think as well as the apprentice coming into the workplace, mm-hmm. um, being able to speak to the team I think I think that the team and an employer would really value mm. an apprentice coming in and yeah. seeing what they do in their processes from a completely outside opinion yeah. essentially someone that's never been in any job and yeah. is able to say actually why are you doing something like that and it's quite yeah. a big benefit to the team and yeah. to sort of you you get into a habit of doing things day in day out and it's quite yeah. nice to have someone new and yeah. sort of understands the younger generation come in and yeah. say maybe we should try it this way yeah. instead I think um, that's what it was like when I came into my apprenticeship because before they were I mean they had digital marketing they had like you know their social media and like doing all that and stuff but they didn't do things like the videos they didn't do things like the blog that we now have up and they haven't that and the podcast that we're now doing today like they didn't have any of that stuff and these things are things like I mean I don't know about you but I watch YouTube all the time so you know and Instagram like insta stories and stuff yeah so I think me coming into that role has kind of given a bit of a perspective on that as well definitely and it's going to be the target audience that you're targeting because majority of the people that come through the doors of the college are you know under 18 and are going to be on those sorts of things all the time exactly yeah, I li- well, I do. I listen to podcasts sort of in the car if I'm going yeah, on car journeys now. I do the exact same. Yeah, rather than sort of listening to music even because it's a way of, yeah. 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 What age was you then when you started your apprenticeship? 
So I started when I was 19, mm-hmm. um, which I found beneficial because I'd been in a full-time role. Yeah. Um, it meant that I wasn't paid minimum wage as an apprentice oh, yeah. because some people, um, obviously, you get minimum wage as an apprentice isn't £3.90 an hour. Yeah. That doesn't matter on the age, though, does it? No. So... Um, for the first year, I wasn't, luckily my employer wanted to pay me more, I wasn't in pay, paid minimum yeah. wage, um, but yeah, it meant that the second year, I had, I, you have to go up to minimum wage for your yeah. age, minimum that's wage for your age, yeah, yeah. so, um, yeah, and that obviously a, that's a big increased benefit. from what it would have been if you was like 16 or so as well. Yes, definitely, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I was, I was 20 when I started, I think I just kind of turned 20, so, I, but I think everyone always thinks, it's another thing with apprenticeships, people always think that, oh, it's 16-year-olds who are going straight into them, but majority, it's like, I mean, the apprenticeships that we know around the college, at least, they're all, like, 20s. Yes, yes, you're right, the oldest, the apprentices in the college, yeah. Um, And I think, definitely, people, um, I quite often get parents ring up to me Mm -hmm. and say, you know, um, my my son or daughter's you know eighteen. Um, they're obviously past the age now of coming to college, and I say, hang on a second, no, no. Yeah. you can you can you know there's a minimum age, minimum age of sixteen, yeah. but we've got apprentices that are in their sixties yeah. um, on program now that have decided that they wanted to retrain in something new or yeah. just you know progress themselves again yeah. or engage the brain a bit more, I suppose. Yeah. And it's definitely becoming more common now, like I said, for managers or yep. other employees to sort of mm. upskill themselves in the workplace once they've been there for a few years, definitely. Yep. And now that the, um, sort of the level four, level five apprenticeships are becoming um, more known, yeah. it's definitely, yeah, we're definitely getting more interest. Yeah. By the way, we still got we, our um, construction and engineering have the most interest still, yeah. because that, again, that's just about um, information spreading yeah. and people knowing about the other people options, just know I it, don't they? Yeah. 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 I found my apprenticeship because I was just, because I did, um, I was at college before I was, so I was doing a media, TV, film related course. Yeah, so I was there, and then I was looking for jobs in advertising, because I had heard that there was lots of, um, because a lot of people in the film industry actually made themselves for advertising and, and, you know, directing, like, film adverts and stuff like that instead. Okay. So uh, a, a step in for me was to do a marketing one. So like at the moment I'm doing like, you know, the video production and editing sort of side. Yeah. So I'm doing what I want. But um, basically I, so I looked through that. I was looking at just like trainee jobs and stuff. And then I found apprenticeships that way. I wasn't actually seeking an apprenticeship no, at all. I was just seeing what was out there. Yeah. And I think that's how a lot of people are doing it. I think they're just stumbling upon it instead of actually yeah. realising they can yeah. do one, you know? Stumbling upon it and then yeah. realising, oh, that's actually an option for me now. Yeah. Again, not knowing that it's not just for 16-year-olds. No. Um, yeah, definitely. No. Yeah, I was really surprised when I saw that they had jobs in marketing like for apprentices and stuff yes. because I always just thought it was construction based because it was never ever told to me yes so, yeah know. definitely if I go out to um, sort of school events how part with school events mm. we'll have 
you know, sort of year nines coming up to our table and asking questions. Yeah. What is an apprenticeship? How can I get one? Um, or um, they're always really aspirational. Like, I want to become a zoologist. How do I get there? <laughs> and I say, well, you could actually start in a lab technician role as an apprentice yeah. and then progress from there. Or they say, I want to be a teacher. Well, you could do a teaching assistant yeah. apprenticeship. Yeah. Um, so there's so other way other ways to get into things now yeah. rather than going down the typical route of doing a degree and they obviously they're so they're quite young and haven't been informed yeah. about it yet but it's still nice to see them going oh actually I didn't know that you could go in through yeah. that way yeah. um, and I said yeah you could start earning money straight away in a job mm. that you actually want to yeah. sort of be in ready yeah. for your career which yeah. is nice because it wasn't until this time last year that I even knew we had science apprenticeships mm. like I was completely surprised with that because I interviewed this um science apprentice I did and she told us her story of how she um, was actually at a private school originally okay. and she was doing A-levels but she really didn't like it anymore so she got an apprenticeship instead yeah. and that she absolutely loves it and she's gonna you know continue on her work there and everything yeah. but that is a thing like people think the all like one of the subjects being science people always think you have to do a levels you have to go to university to get Definitely. into the science you know industry yeah but some people haven't they've gone on an apprenticeship route instead and if they and maybe they'll only be able to get like a lab technician at this point but in the future it will evolve yeah. and also um they can then always from lab technician apprenticeship they could always find probably a degree apprenticeship somewhere yeah um, I believe that we're looking at offering a level six um, apprenticeship oh, wow. in science. That's one of the first ones that we're going to offer. Um, well, yeah, cool. so we've um, got apprentices in like Cambridge Science Park yeah. um, doing the lab technician. And I believe that we've had enough interest from employers approach mm -hmm. us and say we're looking to progress people. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure what the specific title is, but I know mm -hmm. that we're looking at doing a level six um, in science which That's is again really cool yeah. yeah really exciting and it's so close to home having Cambridge Science Park yeah exactly you know and it's 40 huge minutes away. prestigious sort of definitely you yeah know, thing as well definitely yeah it's really exciting yeah. Yeah. do you think employers are looking more like less at degrees and more at experience now um I think it really depends on the employer mm. um, obviously everyone will come through a different path and have different experience in different ways you can do a degree and get yeah. a part-time job or have that sandwich year where you go into industry yeah. for a year so you're still getting your experience that way but I definitely think that um, employers enjoy taking on apprentices because they're almost able to teach them from afresh they don't yeah. have any previous experience or um, they're looking to yeah sort of take on someone who's going to be um, more able to get involved straight away, I suppose. Mm -hmm. um, having the experience from doing an apprenticeship is definitely um, a good thing to have on your side. Um, going into a new employer, they're going to see that you're going to have started that from a young age or, yeah, have wanted to learn. I suppose it's having that qualification yeah. and also that experience, you're right, the two together yeah. is definitely a lot more, um, yeah, I, sp I spoke about by employers, I suppose, yeah, having mm -hmm. that experience and qualification at the same time yeah because I I think that the reason I did the apprenticeship and decided not to do university is because I thought I'd be three years behind myself in a way if I did university because you're obviously studying for the degree the whole time in an industry like the one I'm looking to go into you're not going to they, they value experience a lot more mm -hmm. and I've got a friend um, doing a photography degree mm -hmm. and I know she's worked really hard in her spare time to get 
opportunities with the yeah. local magazines and things like that because she knows she needs that extra yeah. experience so it's having that degree and also yes, having yeah. to work yeah. for those extra opportunities yeah. whereas you're literally doing that in your job yeah and also being coached by people mm-hmm. that have had 20 years experience yeah exactly in the industry anyway yeah um, so I'm going to be teaching you the right habits and tricks I suppose yeah um, important to see both sides of the the argument but yeah Obviously, we're so biased towards apprenticeships, aren't we? (laughs) I think think degrees are still great and everything. I think degrees will give you a huge experience um, socially, like if you decide to move away and go to university. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, I think with degrees, I think personally for career-wise, the only way it would have benefited me is if you had had a whole placement year out in the industry yes you know just because that's a way to get experience and that sort of definitely as well um and i get for knowing exactly what you want to do as a career path and knowing it's going to benefit you in the long run um knowing yeah knowing that you're definitely taking the steps towards it a lot of a lot of people get pressured into going to uni i think as again all of their peers go that way and end up doing a degree that they don't enjoy or have even considered where it would take them afterwards well, the thing is, I my friend's brother, um, he's, he's a year younger than her, um, she went off to university, and so I think he was kind of following in the footsteps, went to university as well. He absolutely hated it when he went there. Um, he only did, like, three months, I think, when he came back home, kind of really distraught over it, mm-hmm. um, got into, like, a restaurant job he did. And I think the thing is, instead of looking back into... Um, you know, apprenticeships or anything else he could do, he still just went and looked for universities and he still wasn't happy when he found another university and that's two years that he can't get back now. Yes, you know, definitely. I think people and I think need that sort of um, that sort of knowledge yes, of these a bit more. That there's other yeah. options. Yeah, definitely. We um, so our team get involved a lot with local schools and mm-hmm. we try and push it as much as possible to do assemblies and school mm-hmm. talks and get into the jobs fairs and open events just yeah. to encourage it as much as possible because we know that as much as teachers you know understand apprenticeships they're yeah. we're the ones that know everything and are yeah. able to advise best to people um, rather than just sort of knowing the basics and it's I think it's nice someone coming in from um, sort of an outside organisation and saying, look, what your teacher's saying does yeah. make sense. These are amazing, you know, yeah. this isn't a good option for you. Yeah, it definitely encourages people to just understand it and be yeah. able to make the, the choice then from different options rather than there's university or, you know, you can sort of get a job or maybe do yeah. this or maybe do that, but yeah. there's not a definite route. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I think because with degrees and everything, I think they're great and if that's that works for you and do it but I also think you shouldn't have to do it if you don't want to like you shouldn't have to do that for your career route like for example I knew that having experience was much more valuable because my brother did a degree he did um well he studied for one anyway he never actually ended up getting one because in his last um two years he was because um, his was a po- politics degree, and so he was he was volunteering constantly with you know the political party of his choice, mm-hmm. um, and so because he was volunteering that whole time, he didn't end up getting his degree because he was too busy oh, with really? them. 
but he ended up getting an actual job out of it he yes. did instead so it was better that he didn't get his degree and he got the experience yes. instead because otherwise he wouldn't be in the positions that he is now I mean because at the moment it's because of those things he did at a early age that he's like a city councillor and stuff been able and, to do you that. know yeah. yeah definitely I think university is good at giving you that push to move away to a different area and yeah. experience um, and be exposed to different opportunities yeah, and be so if he stayed stuff. in our area he might not have had that opportunity mm. to go through that route and I have a friend in a similar situation went to university to do English mm. um, has now got a job as a naval officer so a completely oh, okay, different yeah. route yeah. but again she found um, the Navy through doing her university course and became yeah. a student naval officer to then become well hope eventually get into the Navy it was a long process um, yeah. but again it was having that opportunity to go elsewhere yeah. to then find new opportunities yeah. um, which benefited her but again it was not nothing like nothing to do with no. her <laughs> degree yeah. and I, I believe it would be helpful some employers are still in that strict mindset of we, we you know yeah. if you it doesn't matter what you've got a degree and you've got a degree we know you could work hard and focus yeah um, and they take that from it but yeah I think having the opportunity to do an apprenticeship you could still move away and yeah. get exposed to new opportunities yeah. can't you in the yeah. same way definitely and also I think that with an apprenticeship like you said with a degree they think oh you can work hard and focus but with an apprenticeship you're having to study whilst working and so you're having to schedule your time around studying and work so I think that also still shows that you can work hard and focus because yeah. you're actually having to do time management uh, management as well same yes. time. Yeah, definitely. You have to um, consider time management. There's so much more responsibility with having mm -hmm. a full-time job yep. as well as um, doing your study and making sure that you're getting your your tasks done for you know your work as well as getting that study done. Mm -hmm. And having that um, extra responsibility again can progress you um, personally. And going back to the whole confidence thing of yeah. you know trusting yourself to manage your own time and having mm -hmm. your um being able to prioritize your tasks and it helps you understand the working world a bit more yeah um people that have never had a job don't i understand things like how a holiday works or things yeah. you know and i suppose you you're not aware that you're being exposed to things like that but that no. still benefits you going into a new job you're understanding how office systems work um, yeah how you have to log data all the time, all of the different laws you get exposed to yeah. that you wouldn't otherwise through yeah. just doing the study mm -hmm. and not having the full-time job because a lot of people that do go to uni often get a retail job part-time but yeah. you know you don't get exposed to the same things I don't no. I don't believe as you would through yeah. having a full-time job as an apprentice. Yeah. And also it gives you that sort of glimpse into like what actual job is like because you could be studying for your degree for three years long and you could re then get the job that you thought you dreamed of and realize you don't like it yeah you know definitely so. you can definitely have that option and the good thing about apprenticeships as well is that if you aren't um aren't getting on with your employer as you <laughs> wish um you get sort of a six-week window to find a new employer that would also support yeah. you, so you're not going to get kicked off your course as well. Mm -hmm. You're able to have that sort of uh, relief time to figure out where you need to be and sort of choose a different employer. There's also a possibility of, um, if you feel like you're not quite ready yet, um, mm -hmm. you know, we have 
the option to go on a break of learning or if something happens for personal reasons for example, yeah. for example you need to go on maternity leave you can have that break of learning and pause your apprenticeship mm-hmm. and then essentially press play again when you're ready to yeah. and continue on studying from where you left yeah. off out of curiosity what does happen with people who do maternity so yeah they'll go on to a break in learning mm-hmm. have their year off nine months off from maternity do they get any like support in terms of finance so it will be um apprenticeships work through the same employment laws as any other employee so it'll be down to the employer right um it's the same way in the sense that um the wage the minimum wage is three pound 90 which is going up in april um but it's all down to the employer's discretion often i think our average wage is sort of over five pounds an hour more often than not employers see an apprentice as more mm-hmm. benefit and yeah. believe they deserve more than £3.90 an hour. It's rare now that you do get someone off a minimum wage. Yeah. But again, that's down to the employer's discretion yeah. and the whole recruitment process that you go through, mm-hmm. you have to be fairly treated as you would any other employee. So everything mm-hmm. has gone through as if, yeah. you're, as if you're getting a job. Yeah. It's pretty much that. Um, yeah. No different to me being in a full-time role but doing an no. apprenticeship on the side. Yeah. yeah, that's what I always think with an apprenticeship as well. Like, it never feels like, oh, you're an apprentice. It just, feels like, yeah. it just feels like you're another member of the team Definitely. or anything. You don't feel any different from anyone else. It's yeah. just the fact that you're studying a bit sometimes. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I think there's still that um, bad negative idea of apprenticeships being you're the one that makes the teas and coffees and does the photocopying and you know does all the sort of the the jobs that no one else wants to do but and almost like they feel like you're like the thing with apprenticeships I think they think it's a lazy route as well as if like you don't really want to study at all definitely not a lot of it is self-study you have to be passionate and want to put that time in yeah. to, you know, teach yourself. Yeah. Um, depend, obviously, depending on what apprenticeship you go down. Um, there's lots of apprenticeships that we offer that you don't even have a college day release. Um, no. For Just example, like business. Yeah. Sort of um, a lot of other ones as well. So it is a case of saying to your employer, I need tomorrow off. Mm-hmm. Probably more advanced planning than that. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> For an example, saying I need to just have my study time because I need to go through the tasks that yeah. I need to learn. Yeah, yeah, it is a case of um, being a yeah a self motivator mm-hmm. and saying no, I need to take my study, put my study first, or yeah. prioritizing your workload if need be. Yeah. And um, also just uh, touching back on the topic of like the business admin administrator when you're on about it and saying how it's so like versatile you can fit it to suit quite a lot of different apprenticeships Definitely. it's like mine and yours we both did the business admin one but I think our roles are like completely different, so different. you know Definitely. so I think that's a really nice thing that you can kind of cater it around lots yes. of different roles yes. as well I think um, that so all of the older frameworks are fading out by the end of this year and they're they're, um, bringing in new standards every year and they're written by groups of employers that sit down and say what do we actually want employees to cover what do we want them to know which I think is so good such Mm -hmm. a good thing to do because you know that when you're doing an apprenticeship you're literally getting valuable employability skills that other employers are going to want and like about you Um, but they're, yeah, they're having that sort of conversation about making sure the roles 
are going to be flexible for the apprenticeship mm. the other way around the yeah. apprenticeship's <laughs> going to be flexible for the role so yeah. it's looking at the specific criteria but making sure that if you're in media or if you're in business or if you're in say receptionist or accounting you're yeah. still going to be able to cover all those points which is yeah it's really good yeah. it means that you can I suppose more jobs are going to be able to do more apprenticeships yeah um so I've mainly got statistics for West Suffolk College. Yep. Um, I had a quick look on the government website, but it's a lot more national. And as we're doing so well as a college, I think we're mm. a lot of the time above the national, which is really yep. good. Um, so in terms of applying for an apprenticeship, a lot of people still see um, it as the same way as applying for a full-time course. Mm. So we have um, employers approach us with vacancies. Um, exactly the same as a job vacancy but for an, an apprenticeship yeah. and that's what we advertise and that's what people can apply for so mm. when they come to us like they're applying for a job vacancy yeah at the moment we've only got about 12 vacancies mm. um, but as the the year goes on and we get sort of from Easter onwards to closer to the summer yeah. we, we can get up to 70 vacancies open mm. that's where employers have got a position available yeah. but we have a lot of employers that already again have an apprentice or mm. whether you we really encourage um, people that are studying or looking to go onto a new path to approach the employer themselves and yeah. say, I'm really looking to you know, start a new path or looking to do an apprenticeship um, and I think your company would suit me. Yeah. And I know that, that um, companies see that in a really positive way, mm-hmm. that you're being proactive and want to work for them. Yeah. Um, and so we get a lot of a com- companies come through us that have approached us with, already with an apprentice ready to go mm-hmm. for next year. Yeah. Um, so we, have, we work with over 900 employers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for, for 70 vacancies to come around each year, you know, that's yeah. just sort of our peak. They're, they're always coming in every week. Mm-hmm. Um, we had um, over... I think it's over 1,400 applications mm-hmm. um, last year yeah. through for sort of, you know, 70 vacancies essentially, mm-hmm. but it's, as, as I said, it's ongoing. Yeah. So it is it, it's still competitive as it would be a job role. Yeah. You know, you could have five people apply for the same vacancy. Yeah. They're not necessarily going to get it. No. I think, again, that's where people don't realise that you can just, you're just going to apply for a course and get yeah. an interview and get on it. Yeah. It's so different to that. It's a yeah. much more competitive way. And essentially then that makes it a harder route again because mm. you're having to showcase yourself against other people yeah. that might have more experience. Mm. Um, I know our employ- employers often ask questions around hobbies mm. and then that focuses towards how they might have experience yeah. in, you know, if it's a car mechanic, they would say, have you ever, you know, repaired your bike or something yeah. like that, knowing that you're... you're um, curious about the way things work yeah. and things like that um, yeah so we've had over um, I think it was 1400 applications last year but we've got over um, sort of 1700 mm-hmm. apprentices on programme right now so yeah. that's quite a lot if you think about yeah. the amount of programme tutors we have and the mm-hmm. workload they have to share um, but they're all studying a range of different things so we've got our people that have just started this September doing the day release programs like engineering and um, construction, hairdressing, um, lots of other cohorts start throughout the year. So we have, for example, my own project management, different management. Um, we do procurement and supply apprenticeships, mm-hmm. um, and it all starts throughout the year. And then we've got our like business admin, customer service, healthcare yeah. that are roll on, roll off, so people can start that 
whenever they want. Yeah. And I don't think people realise that. They expect no. it to be a September start. Yeah. Um, and therefore, when, for example, when people at 16 year olds are looking when they're year 11, just finished yeah. their GCSEs, they can finish their GCSE on the Friday and mm. start their job on the Monday, yeah. if, if need be, because yeah. that's, you know, depending on yeah. the apprenticeship. I think it's because people just, I mean, there's probably always a few more when it is September starts and stuff, just because it makes sense. But yes. there's always them throughout the year, no matter what time of year you look for. And I think, like you said, people just don't realise that because they think they still have that sort of mindset yeah, it's like, you know, it's like as if it's like a college start or something. Yeah. Quite often we'll have um, employers that are looking to recruit there and then when they come around to us, um, sort of say, like now, we've mm -hmm. had employers go, we've had a promotion in the team, we've got a space available, we really would love it to be an apprentice, but yeah. we need them now. Yeah. Um, and then that's where you get people that have left a job role, saying, mm -hmm. rather than coming from college, yeah. um, and are looking for a new career path, that would you know sort of yeah. fit instantly then and it also works for people who if um they're say for instance if they are in college or they're at sixth form and they're real realizing halfway through they don't like it and think that they have to wait until september they don't have to no you know? no definitely yeah there's always opportunities and i think even if there's not vacancies available it's doing that proactive thing of speaking to an employer mm. or if you worked gone through work experience with an employer yeah. before just having that conversation even if they don't know anything about apprenticeships mm -hmm. is you know you can give them our phone number and you yeah. know you never know people just go oh I never thought of that actually that's a really good opportunity for our business yeah. to grow yeah we you know we need people to come through the line ready yeah. for when we leave yeah. essentially um so and yeah. April and March time are the best times for that really because that's the start of the new financial year for companies yeah so, you know, yeah definitely I've never haven't thought of that. of that yeah so yeah generally we yeah we're our team is forever growing because apprenticeships mm -hmm. are becoming more and more popular and seems to be forever growing and yeah. the standards are coming out every year new ones are coming out there's an apprenticeship in like puppet making for example <laughs> they're so they're so vast now yeah um that you can go into any job any yeah. sector through an apprenticeship yeah. and it's just sort of great to see that coming through really cool well thank you so much for talking to us all right it's been really good Thanks so much to our guest today for speaking to us and thank you so much for listening. If you want any more information on what was discussed today, you can visit wsc.ac.uk. We have brand new episodes out every Thursday, so remember to check back then. Until then, thanks again for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye.